One fall morning in 2016, a woman in Puerto Rico gave birth to a healthy seven pound, two ounce baby. The doctor cut the umbilical cord. Normally it would be thrown away, but not this time. The blood from the cord was drained, packaged and shipped to GeneTech. That lab extracted stem cells from the blood and processed them into small vials the size of a paperclip. This process was repeated over and over with cord blood from other babies. There's a lot of manipulation, right? And every one of those is an opportunity to contaminate it. And at some point, that's exactly what happened. It sounds like it was probably contaminated at the point of filling these vials. The contaminated vials were shipped from GeneTech to Livion and from there to doctor's offices around the country. The patients in Texas were not the only ones affected by bad stem cells. In the months before, there'd been a quietly growing list of bad reactions. A 67-year-old man said he started to experience severe pain less than an hour after getting stem cell injections. Two patients ended up with infected knees. And one woman said she was driving home from her stem cell treatment when the pain got so bad she fainted before she could get her car stopped. Towards the end of the summer, that fateful shipment arrived in Texas for Sammy Tao, the batch that would send three of his patients to the hospital. The reason why people got sick and the reason why people got harmed isn't because there's anything wrong with stem cells. Stem cells and, and the industry hasn't done anything. This is one bad individual who, for money, fraudulently cut corners and put out a product that wasn't under even the loosest regulations. No, it's not a bad batch. It shouldn't surprise anybody that this was contaminated. If somebody wants to do something stupid to themselves, um, you know, that's fine. But that's not what we're talking about here. Because even when the stem cell vials aren't contaminated, there's still the question of whether patients are getting what they pay for. What we're talking about is an industry that preys on people, an industry that is based on a big lie that's evidently making a fortune selling that lie to people. Here's the thing about home security companies. Most of them trap you with high prices, tricky contracts, and lousy customer support. So while there are a lot of options out there, there's only one no-brainer. SimpliSafe. SimpliSafe's got everything you need to protect your home with none of the drawbacks of traditional home security. It's got an arsenal of sensors and cameras to blanket every room, window, and door tailored specifically for your home. Professional monitoring keeps watch day and night, ready to send police, fire, or medical professionals if there's an emergency. You can set it up yourself in under an hour. That's what I did. You just peel and stick the sensors exactly where you need them. No technician required. And there's no contract, no pushy sales guys, no hidden fees, no fine print. All this starts at just $15 a month. Try Simply Safe today at simplysafe.com batch. You get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial, so there's nothing to lose. That's simplysafe.com slash batch.
From Wondery, I'm Laura Beal, and this is Bad Batch. This is episode five, Three Vials. The vials contaminated with bacteria were like ticking time bombs sent across the country in pristine packaging. What do you want? (laughs) One of the recipients was Dr. John Herzog. He's an orthopedic surgeon in Falmouth, Maine, just north of Portland. It's pretty common for him to hear complaints about sore backs, sore necks, sore knees. For a few years, he'd treated some of those patients with their own stem cells, which he extracts from their bone marrow or fat tissue. But recently, they'd been asking for a different kind of stem cell treatment. I had three or four patients come to my clinic and say, hey, I want to try the umbilical stem cells because I went to a seminar and they work better than anything else. He'd seen online ads for stem cell seminars held at hotels, just like the one I'd gone to. He was intrigued, and then he got a phone call. From a Vivian rep who was calling on another doctor that I knew, and the rep was told to call me because he felt I might be a good mix for their company. They talked on the phone, and afterwards, the rep came by his office. And talked to me and gave me some brochures that were the latest and greatest things on stem cell, and he was all excited. And I uh, looked into the situation, what it would cost financially. There was some investment involved, including a special freezer that would cost a few thousand dollars. And there was something else that struck Dr. Herzog. Livion's marketing materials seemed a little over the top. The advertising was very slick, and there's beautiful women, and fancy colors and chateaus and all this stuff. Well, when I thought it was coming out of California, and everybody in California wants to have plastic surgery and look beautiful and young forever, what they're promoting is beauty and grace and fitness and lifestyle, etc. But first, Herzog needed to talk to someone about the science of the treatment. Obviously, he didn't want to buy anything until I talked to the medical director to find out about, you know, what's the skinny on this. Dr. Herzog ended up on the phone with Dr. Alan Gavick. He's the chief medical director for Livion. Gavick set him at ease. He said there'd been no complications, you know. I don't know if he said the word zero, but he assured me that it was extremely safe and it was efficacious and it was actually going to save people money because they wouldn't need to have their joints replaced, etc. It was pretty much told that it's manna from heaven. And Dr. Herzog was taken by the idea that these stem cells might be more potent since they came from fresh umbilical cords. You know, in a young baby, it's like brand new. So I thought, well, that's kind of, kind of cool. And I kind of bought it. I did buy it. (laughs) And like most doctors, Dr. Herzog had his business to think about, too. I kind of did this for economic reasons, too, because I didn't want to lose patients to this simple procedure. There was the competition to think about, and he was also curious about what the product could do. So he went back to one of the patients who'd been asking him for stem cells and told her he'd do it on one condition. I told her that 
if I put it in my own knee, because I have osteoarthritis to a moderate degree, and I can cut my grass by August without pain, then I'll say it's a good deal and you should try it too. Of course, the thing that kind of irked me a bit was the price, because I knew the, the stem cells themselves were $1,800 for the one cc, which is you know, way smaller than a thimble, more expensive than gold, apparently. But one of those injections takes just a few minutes to do. So if he could charge patients $2,500 instead of the usual $5,000 for the procedure, he could still make money and undercut the competition. Then I had to first order my freezer, which came a couple weeks later, and then I ordered three samples because you got a little deal. Instead of paying $2,000 per sample, you got them for $1,800 if you bought three. So I thought, well, I've already got some really eager patients who would love to try it. So I bought three samples. And samples, you mean like like individual vials? Individual vials. Yeah, but they're little plastic, like thimble things with stem cells in them. The three vials came sealed in a special silver wrapping, packed in dry ice. Once the Livion vials arrived, Dr. Herzog started to get more excited. I was kind of psyched up in a way, and I also thought, well, if this is the fountain of youth, you know, it's very easy to do these treatments. I mean, you could train an intern to do this. Just put a shot in different joints isn't very hard. So I thought it might be a good business. He was heading into the long Memorial Day weekend. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and put this in here over the weekend. And, you know, I, I don't have to really do anything over the weekend holiday. And we'll go from there, see what happens. Dr. Herzog decided he was going to record giving himself the injection. I've got a video of this. I'm holding the sample in my hand. I'm going, this is going to become part of me. This is going to become part of me, and this is the miracle of stem cell healing. I was going to do a little promotional thing. He finished up the injection, locked up his office, and drove home. But soon, he started to feel the effects of the contaminated cells. I live about 40 minutes away, and when I got home, I went to get out of my car, and I went, ooh, ooh, <laughs> this hurts. My knee hurts. And I was with my girlfriend, and she said, oh, that's very powerful medicine. You know, you're probably having a reaction. It's a good sign. Within another couple hours, my knee started to swell up and started to become very painful to walk anywhere. When it didn't get any better, Dr. Herzog went to the emergency room. Well, of course, it's Memorial Day, and the guy who's on call is a trauma surgeon, and he comes to see me in the ER, and he says, you obviously have an infected knee. It was infected with two different kinds of bacteria, E. coli and Enterobacter. Enterobacter is a nasty bug that's hard to kill, it's one of the worst bugs you can have in your knee, and he's wondering how the hell, excuse me, how in the heck I uh, got Enterobacter and E. coli in my knee, and I explained it to him, and he said, okay. And I thought, oh, man, that's the one that could get into your heart, and it's got a uh, mutation that it goes through, and there's some antibiotics can kill it, and actually sometimes you can't kill it. So I figured, oh, that's my luck. I got that bug. 
Herzog spent six days in the hospital with high temperatures, sweats, and chills. He needed crutches to walk. Since I have a one-man practice, I'm kind of a dinosaur. <laughs> I got back into my office after a couple weeks on crutches and did what I could and embarrassingly would tell my patients that were in to see me to get a regenerative procedure that I indeed had an infection from <laughs> a stupid shot. What did you tell? Did you see the lady again who had asked you about this? Did she come back to your office? How did that conversation go? Well, I assured her that I probably would have killed her, and she was very glad that <laughs> she never had it done. But 14 months later, he's still living with the consequences. When I walk up or down stairs, I can't carry any weight, and I walk one step at a time like a baby. I can't pivot. I can't ride my bicycle. You know, I'm, I'm an avid athlete. I mean, a sportsman anyway. Uh, and I've been unable to return to even bike riding without pain because it, it just hurts. In the end, the test had left him with his knee in worse shape than before. He filed a lawsuit against Livion. And needless to say, he would not be recommending umbilical cord stem cell injections for his patients. Dr. Herzog had received three vials from Livion. Of those three, he used one on himself. So these vials, so the other two vials, they sat in your freezer. Right. He sent one of those vials to the government for testing. It's at the CDC, and they're doing an analysis, and they can actually tell uh, the phenotype of the bacteria as it being the same member of a family. That left one last vial, which sat undisturbed in Dr. Herzog's freezer. Until the day somebody called to ask about it. Somebody who wanted to know exactly what that vial contained. Bad Batch is brought to you by ThreadUp. Sometimes you really need a wardrobe refresh, but it can be expensive. That's where ThreadUp comes in. ThreadUp is the world's largest online thrift store where you can buy and sell secondhand women and kids fashion for up to 90% off estimated retail. Shop over 35,000 brands like Anthropology, Lululemon, and more for a fraction of the price. You can search by brand, style, and price to score free people sweaters from $13, coach handbags starting at $25, and even Steve Madden shoes for under 20 bucks. Every item is triple inspected by hand to ensure it's in high-quality condition. I'm wearing a brand-new airy blouse that I got on ThreadUp right now. I love the combination of thrifting with the convenience of online shopping. Plus, you're helping out the environment by shopping secondhand. It's a win for your wallet and the planet. For a limited time, ThreadUp is offering Bad Batch listeners an extra 30% off your first order when you go to threadup.com batch. That's on top of the already low prices. That's T-H-R-E-D-U-P dot com slash batch for an extra 30% off today. One more time, T-H-R-E-D-U-P dot com slash batch. Terms apply. What if you had, right in your pocket, a community of friends to keep you motivated, accountable, and inspired in your goal to be healthier? Now you can with Noom. Noom is a habit-changing app 
that helps you learn to develop a new relationship with food and your overall well-being through personalized courses. Based in psychology, Noom teaches you why you do the things you do and arms you with the tools to break the bad habits and replace them with better ones. Plus, you're plugged into a supportive community of people who can help guide and encourage you along the way. They've even got goal specialists, mine is Emily from Cincinnati, who check in with you and help with anything you need to stay on track. And, by the way, because I know we're all strapped for time, one of my favorite things about Noom is you're only asked to commit 10 minutes a day. Small steps make big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com batch. That's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash batch. One more time, Noom.com slash batch to start your trial today. While Elaine Dilly's mother was still in the hospital in Houston, a doctor took her aside. He advised me to go get an attorney. And he's the one that said, do not drop this, do not play with it. He said, get an attorney. So that's what she did. She found a lawyer in Houston named Hartley Hampton. I have been representing patients in uh, medical malpractice cases since 1977. Seems like only yesterday. Hartley is an old newspaper reporter. When he started his legal career, he had no intention of being a malpractice lawyer. But he started taking more and more cases. They had the same appeal that he'd found in journalism. You could hold people accountable by digging for the truth. He had heard Elaine's mom's story about nearly dying from the bad stem cells and the stories of other patients. One of my clients was hospitalized for 50-plus days, and he tells these stories of hallucinations that were so vivid and so serious that he developed post-traumatic stress disorder from the hallucinations that he was getting as a result of the, of the infection. Hartley has a habit of leaning back in his chair when he talks, propping his feet up and locking his fingers behind his head. He seems pretty casual until you meet his unwavering gaze. Hartley's firm ended up representing six Texas patients who became ill. I didn't know anything about stem cells. I mean, I knew what they were. My knowledge level was probably not much more than the average consumers because I thought they were going to be the miracle, you know, do all, end all, cure all. And that's about it. But as Elaine and the others shared their experiences, Hartley started to have more and more concerns. Here's a patient who goes to Sammy Tao and uh, has decided to undergo the stem cell treatment and is given the informed consent form to sign minutes before she's to get the shot. And by the way, if she doesn't go through with the shot, she forfeits the money that she's put down. All the patients signed that form. To them, the language implied that the product was government-approved, with all the time and testing that requires. She's looking at a document, and at the top, it says, informed consent for stem cell therapy, human umbilical cord therapy. That what this patient's getting ready to get is the only stem cell treatment that the FDA has approved. Now, I don't know who would be sophisticated enough to see through this. And your clients thought it was FDA approved? Absolutely. They were shocked to learn that it wasn't. They all read the consent form. Elaine read 
read it for her mother, and they all read the consent form and concluded that this was FDA approved. And they were stunned when I told them it was. And they argued with me. Hartley needed some help looking into the stem cells, so he asked a doctor who works in his office, Krista Kurdian, to do some digging. A simple search of FDA-approved products did not list anything from Livion. Nothing under ongoing research trials. She did pull up a slick commercial. How does that make you feel? I mean, knowing this incredible expertise that Livion had for marketing and production. Terrified. Terrified because they're so good at it. They're so convincing. Welcome to the Livion Labs, the future of regenerative medicine. There's an ad where a woman who I would say is probably about my age, in her 40s, looks a little bit worn, but uh, curious, is entering into the Livion facility. It's a futuristic video that looks like it was filmed on the set of Westworld. She's greeted by a beautiful, blonde, young woman who, if you listen closely, you'll hear her say, I'm Janice, and welcome. I know some French. That's French for young, for youth. Okay, so this older, haggard woman is greeted by youth. The facilities are ultra-modern and chic and elegant, and I, I thought, wow, maybe, maybe I could benefit from that as well. Congratulations to their, <laughs> their video directors. Krista also learned about one man who appeared in the video, Alan Gavick, Livion's director of medical education. A lot of people think that it's just the stem cells are injected in the body and somehow magically they get to where they need to go. That's not the case. When the stem cells are injected into the body, they are attracted by paracrine signaling. Krista didn't just want to know about Livion. She also wanted to know about how stem cells really worked. I knew about stem cells from, you know, med school training, how they function, what their possibilities are, and that there is a developing field of regenerative medicine. She began to look deeper into the science. I'm not a stem cell biologist, but I have enough knowledge to know that stem cells can't be injected into your vein and just travel and somehow miraculously know Where's the trouble? Where am I needed? I'll go become uh, cartilage. Oh, you're having lung issues. I'll travel there. She started pouring through the medical literature. In doing some of the literature searches, we came across papers looking for stem cell counts from amniotic tissue. And those studies got Krista thinking. Livion's stem cell product came from umbilical cord blood, another birth product. Shouldn't someone check to see what was actually in Livion's product? But to do that, they would need to get their hands on some. We found that there was a lawsuit that had been filed by a doctor in Maine. Dr. Herzog and the one remaining vial of Livion product sitting in his freezer. I was in communication with his lawyer who told me that this doctor had uh, injected himself and that he had bought a bunch of the vials of the Livion product. Hartley needed to find a scientist who could test one of those vials. We called Dr. Fortier. Dr. Lisa Fortier works in the veterinary school at Cornell University. I'm a board-certified equine surgeon, and I have a PhD and did a postdoc in cell signaling here at Cornell. But she also does laboratory research on stem cells. It turns out that stem cells are just as hot a field in veterinary medicine as in human medicine. Whether you're looking at arthritis, 
degeneration of the spine. Uh, those sorts of things are why in human and in veterinary medicine for every tissue area, whether it's cardiac, neuro, musculoskeletal, those are the, the great hope for stem cells. Hartley Hampton called Dr. Fortier because she's one of the only people who's tested off-the-shelf stem cell products made from birth tissues and released the results for other scientists to scrutinize. Called her and said, Dr. Fortier, what do you think about this umbilical cord product? And she said, well, I'd love to test it. The vial in Dr. Herzog's office in Maine was taken out of the freezer and sent to upstate New York. And with just one vial, they would have to be very careful. Changing up your hair color can change your whole day, week, month even. The problem is it might be hard to get to a salon right now, or maybe the expense is holding you back. But I have a few friends who have just colored their own hair at home with amazing results and at a fraction of the cost of going to the salon. How did they do it? Madison Reed. So my friend Kat is one of the people I know who tried it out. They sent a kit right to her door with everything she needed, and she loves the shiny, shimmering color she ended up with. Madison Reed products are made with ingredients like argan oil and keratin, and with no ammonia, parabens, or sodium lauryl sulfate, which means there is no smell whatsoever, and you can feel good about the ingredients you're using to color your hair. You can get multidimensional color starting at just $22 at madison-reed.com. Use our promo code BATCH and you'll get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. That's promo code BATCH. Visit madison-reed.com now to find your perfect shade. Bad Batch is my second investigative podcast on a system failure in the medical field. Last year, I reported on another important story about 33 patients in Texas who went in for surgery and had their lives changed forever. That podcast is called Dr. Death. It's an award-winning series about the story of Dr. Christopher Dench, nicknamed Dr. Death, after he maimed or killed 33 patients and the system that failed to protect those patients. Stay tuned for a preview of Dr. Death, and don't forget to subscribe to Dr. Death on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this right now. Dr. Lisa Fortier received the vial in her lab at Cornell University. It had been packaged in dry ice for the journey. We had them shipped with signature required, and when they arrived at the laboratory, and unpacked immediately and logged. We had to make sure that all the testing that we wanted and all the experts in those specific tests in my laboratory were available on the same day at the same time. So there was no chance that we could be accused that, oh, you let the cells sit around too long, that you refroze them. Like, we only had one chance, one vial of cells. First, her lab counted the total number of cells. They found that 70% of all the cells in the vial weren't even alive, which wasn't a great sign. You see, human cells are very fragile and easy to kill. One wrong step in the production or distribution process can ruin the stem cells. They need oxygen and nutrients to survive, or they can be killed in the freezing process. No food, wrong oxygen. Now you have to get them to the laboratory and freeze them. 
And what that does is causes crystals inside of the cell to form. And those crystals poke holes in the cell, and then the cell dies. Now, they needed to figure out if any of the remaining cells that were still alive were stem cells, the key ingredient patients thought they were buying. Just because they're alive doesn't mean they're stem cells. You have to remember these cells came from blood. So, as you might imagine, most of them are going to be blood cells. She brought in a board-certified pathologist to identify all the white blood cells. They conducted tests on the cells to look for proteins that are the hallmarks of stem cells. And along the way, they ran control tests on human cells grown in the lab, which they knew would have to have live cells, just to make sure all the tests were working properly. A half a dozen people worked the better part of the day on the analysis. When they finished their first set of tests, Dr. Fortier wanted to be thorough. So she and her team conducted another one. This one was called a live dead stain test. The test involves two stains, one that can only be taken up by live cells. It makes them glow under a microscope. And another stain that, well... The dead cells take up this other stain because when you are a dead cell, you have holes in your membrane. So this stain can only get into the cells if they're dead. They ran the same live dead stain test on the comparison human cells that they knew were alive. Finally, she had her answer. There's not a single cell that looks anything like a stem cell in that vial. And no stem cells? Not a single stem cell. The patients in Texas had gone in search of treatment. They paid for it with loans, with their life savings, and they'd nearly died. And now, it seemed that the product itself might not even have had what they thought they were paying for. Hartley Hampton had filed civil suits on behalf of the Texas patients. When he got the test results back on the vial from Dr. Fortier's lab, he shared them with Livion's lawyer. The only thing I heard was from their lawyer who said that his client's reaction was, well, she's a veterinarian, what do veterinarians know? Okay, it was only questioning the credentials of Dr. Fortier. Correct. It was just a, a, a tube of pus is basically what she said. But again, the controls in which she did it, the media in which she tested it in, and then the chain of custody, the chain of cold storage, the product that was ex was expired. I mean, there's just so many things wrong with that whole scenario. Go find me a scientist somewhere that doesn't care either way and let me give them the product and let's get an independent test. And I'll do that all day long. But to say there's no stem cells, that's totally bogus. Perhaps the most surprising part was that Dr. Fortier really wasn't surprised. The Livion vial wasn't the first stem cell product that she'd tested. And in those other products from other companies, she hadn't found any live stem cells either. Alan Gavick told me that Livion is shipping out 500 to 750 vials of product a month. They keep rolling out new products, like a cosmetic face cream. Gavick sees them as constantly pushing the frontier of the industry. That's the whole thing that Livion is about. Our product isn't like anything that's out there. I mean, it is the next step forward in the technology. And, it, and if you stay where you are, you stay statically, no, you, you're going to die. But even beyond Livion, 
competition for this $2 billion global market is getting fiercer and harder to control. Clinics and suppliers are popping up faster than the regulators can keep up with. So that can seem frustrating. And, and definitely, I would say, it feels like the overall stem cell clinic industry does continue to kind of chug along and grow. And you still see the big ads, you know, like when I fly to a conference, I see stem cell clinic ads in the in-flight magazine. Uh, people have told me they've seen stem cell clinic commercials on TV in the last couple of years. We see them, you know, full-page ads in major newspapers, which are really expensive. You know, maybe other scams... The, the big thing at stake is money, which, you know, senior citizens, other retired people, they can't easily afford to lose $10,000. That's a real serious deal. But with the stem cell stuff, it goes beyond that. People can not only lose their hard-earned money, but we're talking about real medical risks here. So it is, it is the kind of situation where it's not just the worst-case scenario is you lose money and nothing happens from the stem cells. The worst case is that you could actually really get hurt by... Uh, the unproven stem cells. And the government is trying as hard as they can to keep up. I think the FDA wants to make an example out of us. I think that the medical community, want, anybody that's a naysayer in stem cells, wants to use this incident to blow it way out of proportion to try to, um, to pull the industry down for their own benefit. I promise you that Glivan will survive and we'll be stronger and we'll stay ahead of the curve. That's on the next and final episode of Bad Batch. From Wondery, this is episode five of six of Bad Batch, a story of patients looking for a miracle and finding a nightmare. If you'd like to help us spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, and every major listening app, as well as Wondery.com. If you're listening on a smartphone, tap or swipe over the cover art of this podcast. You'll find the episode notes, including a link to my story in Texas Monthly. You'll also find some offers from our sponsors. When you support our sponsors, you help us bring you our shows for free. And thank you. Bad Batch was written and reported by me, Laura Beal. Producer is Pallavi Kutamasu. Production assistance by Morgan Jaffe. Story consultant is Casey Miner. Sound design by Jeff Schmidt. Fact-checking by Jacqueline Coletti. Executive produced by George Lavender, Marshall Louis, and Hernan Lopez for Wondery. Imagine you're struggling with back pain for months. No one can tell you what's wrong. Then you find a doctor. And the words that he said that I wanted to hear was, I can fix you. And, you know, those are magic words. I was in pain and somebody, a neurosurgeon, said I could fix you. You trust he'll take care of your problem. Nothing but good reports and a list of accolades that were two pages long. When you talk to him, he's engaging, he seems very intelligent, he's witty, he's charming. He'd always talk about, I'm gonna be a doctor. But he has this dark side that 
He likes to keep separate and hidden from everybody else. This is a story about 33 patients who put their trust in a prominent surgeon in Dallas. State your full name for the record. Christopher Daniel Dunch. And wish they hadn't. This friend called me and said, I believe that your doctor is on the news that uh, he has been killing patients. And it's a story about a system that failed to protect them at every possible turn. I'm trying to stop this guy from being let operate anywhere, anytime, any place. Have you ever been under the influence of any drugs during the time that you were performing spinal surgery on any patient? I take the fifth. This was not an operation that was performed. This was attempted murder. Whoa, don't take no vacation in this land. From Wondery, the network behind Dirty John, I'm your host and reporter, Laura Beale. Dr. Death, our new six-part series, premieres on September 4th. Subscribe today on Apple Podcasts. That's not how that story's supposed to end, you know.